Down jackets. Please start your archived recording. 30 seconds in. Five, four, three, two, one, mark. 30 seconds to airtime. Your final time check will come with 15 seconds to airtime. Mark, 15 seconds to airtime. Stations, have fun. The following is a presentation of IMG. IMG. America's home for college sports. Together, we swarm. Ten, five, a dive, touchdown, Jackets. It is broken up, incomplete. 32 yards to Quan Marshall in a blink. A rambling wreck is coming. coming. The 15, the 10, the 5, touchdown, Jackets. Broken up in the end zone. Sacked by the Jackets. They absolutely swarm the house. Call Curvante Vincent. Take it the distance, young man. This is Georgia Tech football. Justin in intercepted, sacked from the backside to Quan before they even got in their seats here at Bobby Dodd Stadium. It's a clutch finish. It's time for the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network, presented by Wellstar. Coming up, we have 60 minutes of tech football talk. The Paul Johnson Show is presented by Wellstar, the official and exclusive healthcare partner of Georgia Tech Athletics by Georgia Power. Georgia Power brings the energy for every game day and to your community, too. Visit georgiapower.com slash sports to learn more. And by Coca-Cola. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's served with a nice cold coca-cola you know you've got yourself a winner now alongside three-time acc coach of the year paul johnson here's the voice of the yellow jackets andy demetra and a very good monday evening to you welcome into another edition of the paul johnson show on the georgia tech imt sports network hope you had a wonderful weekend hard not to when you saw your yellow jackets run up 465 rushing yards, 49 points, and a win Thursday over Virginia Tech. Pulls the Jackets back even on the season at 4-4 four four as they head to Chapel Hill this Saturday to take on North Carolina. We'll break down that matchup, certainly go back through the milestones and the standouts from Thursday at Lane Stadium, and we look forward to doing so with your tweets. So welcome in, everyone, to the Paul Johnson Show. Alongside head coach Paul Johnson, I'm Andy Demetra. Coach, congratulations on the win. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Yeah, how about that? Let's go back. Back to last Thursday, and kind of deja vu two years ago, you went into Lane Stadium with the backup quarterback and Matthew Jordan facing a favored Virginia Tech team, and you won that game rather handily. Thursday night, it was another backup quarterback in Tobias Oliver, 465 rushing yards, 49 points thrown on Virginia Tech, and a 49-28 win. What enabled you guys to have so much success running the ball against the Hokies Thursday? Well, I think that we played really physical. Our offensive line kind of set the tone, and Tobias is a tough kid, and, uh, you know, he runs the ball hard. He's hard to tackle. He's not the biggest guy, but he's kind of slippery and elusive, and, uh, you know, we executed at a pretty good level. I know we'll have plenty of time to devote to Tobias over the next hour, but I feel like on a performance like that, we'd be remiss if we didn't start by talking about your offensive line. Virginia Tech might not have the the same formidable numbers uh, as Virginia Tech defenses that we've grown accustomed to seeing, but still, statistically, they were a lot sturdier stopping the run this year than they've been stopping the pass. 
but you go up and down the field on them. 465 rushing yards, 0 for 1 through the air. Who are some of the standouts when you rewash the game on that offensive line? Well, there were some guys that played well. I think if you talk about Virginia Tech going into the game, they were giving up 100 yards rushing. So uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think they'd given up 21 points to anybody in the league. So they still weren't bad defensively. Oh, yeah. It's amazing to me every time that we do something, we always want to uh, Say it's like an aberration. Yeah, it's not very good or it's a miracle or it's whatever. I mean, that's kind of what we do. It wasn't, wasn't a big deal. The uh, I think that up front, Parker Braun kind of set the tone. He he had a, a really good game. He had a lot of defenders to the ground, uh, you know, played well. Uh, the two tackles did some good things, Zach and, and Andrew, and you, you don't rush for that many yards when you're not being physical. We had a lot of defenders on the ground. B-backs, A-backs, how'd they do in their blocking as well? The A-backs blocked really well. I thought Quay Searcy really, really did a good job, and so did Clinton. And uh, those A-backs blocking, uh, they were all pretty good. And uh, the receivers, Brad Stewart has done a, a really good job the last two weeks, uh, really, really blocking. And, uh, you know, the B-backs got what what was there. It's uh, They got in the secondary and made some runs and, and created some first downs, and they also did a nice job blocking as well. So a lot of your ball carriers reached that second level without being touched. Here's one of the numbers originating from Thursday, and this came from ESPN. Virginia Tech entering that game had only allowed 114 rushing yards before contact all season. You guys had 151 in that game on Thursday. 215 rushing yards from Tobias Oliver, seventh highest single-game rushing total in school history is 40 carries, second most in school history to Daquan's 44 versus Tennessee, and, of course, the three touchdowns. I know he, he knew long before anybody else did outside the program that he'd get that start in Blacksburg. What do you think he handled the best in that environment versus Virginia Tech? Well, I think he just played within himself, and, and really he didn't know until Tuesday. I told him on Tuesday, but... Uh, the uh, I think that, you know, he went in and didn't try to do anything special. He just kind of, you know, executed and did what we asked him to do. Assuming he's good to practice every day this week, is it back to business as usual with Daquan Marshall getting the start versus North Carolina? Yeah, more than likely. I mean, we'll, we'll go through practice this week and see how Daquan is. But uh, so like I said, he was the starter for a reason. And, uh, you know, both those kids have played in every game when they were capable so i'm sure they'll both play on saturday and i was going to ask you that a lot of fans were chiming in on twitter curious as well you've been loath in your career to play two quarterbacks just for the sake of playing two quarterbacks but uh, did tobias's play versus virginia tech make you, you contemplate that a little more than than usual well not just virginia tech i mean he's played well whenever he's gone in he he went in at the end of the duke game and played well played well at south florida when he played against bowl i mean he's play Louisville he's done well when he's gone in the game so he's probably earned some playing time as we said on the broadcast there is a he, he's a backup in name only based on his snaps and how productive he had been and he certainly showed you what he was capable of over 60 minutes and really not even 60 minutes because he gave James Graham that last series 49 28 Georgia Tech hangs the most points in Lane Stadium by an opponent since 1974 plenty more milestones as we said coming out of that game Thursday night we'll break some of those down on the 
the other side of the timeout. Also, our Wellstar Athlete of the Week will dip into your questions on Twitter as well. Stick around. Much more of the Paul Johnson Show coming up on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops. And wings. It subs. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice-cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke, come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgating 101. It's no secret that things grow well in Georgia, like peanuts, cotton, and corn. But families and communities also flourish here. That's because Georgia Power is helping bring new businesses and industries to our state. In the last 10 years alone, we've helped create over 134,000 new jobs because Georgia is our home, too, and we want life here to thrive for all of us. Georgia Power, generating opportunity. Learn more at georgiapower.com slash growth. Where memories are made. This is the miracle on Tech One Drive. Down Yellow Jackets, 30 seconds to go on the toss by Quay Cersei. Your statewide coverage of Georgia Tech football lives here. This is Yellow Jacket football from IMG. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767. Subscribe today. Hey, Georgia Tech fans, welcome to Wellstar Health System. It's that time of year again. Cold and flu season is back, and we've got you covered. Our primary care offices are conveniently located in your neighborhood, around the corner. Get your flu shot now so you can stay healthy. Cheer louder and never miss a game. Across the goal line, touchdown Georgia Tech! Wellstar, we've got jacket fans covered. Dialed in to the Paul Johnson Show. Now it's time for tonight's Wells Star of the Week. Presented by Wellstar, the official healthcare partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. Mays at the B bag. Cottrell slides across the line. Oliver cuts it right. He's at the five. Hurdles a man into the end zone. Touchdown, Jackets. Slittle on the right side of the line, waited for his crease to open, and Tobias Oliver is in for six. Well, who else could it be? Tobias Oliver, 40 carries, 215 yards, three touchdowns in his first career start. He came on the road against Virginia Tech, a team that had never lost to Georgia Tech on a weeknight, but Tobias Oliver made quick work of that. He is our Wellstar Athlete of the Week, brought to you by Wellstar, official healthcare partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. Welcome back into the Paul Johnson Show. He's Paul Johnson. I'm Andy Demetra. One of the plays, Coach, that, that Sean Bedford observed was really successful for you on Thursday was that zone option. Uh, why was it so effective versus Virginia Tech? Well, I think we did a good job blocking, and, uh, it, you know, Tobias runs that play really well. He kind of finds the creases, and 
it's tough. I mean, they, they stick everybody down in the gaps to try to play the triple. And then when they do that, they make themselves so, somewhat susceptible to that play. So, uh, you know, I think he did a nice job executing it, and the guys did a nice job blocking up front. What also was fun to see on Thursday was that Daquan, he was cleared, he was dressed out, and he went through warm-ups just like Tobias did. And even though he didn't play, it seemed like he was Tobias's number one fan uh, on the sidelines. What did you observe about Daquan and that dynamic with him and Tobias on Thursday? Well, no question. I mean, I think you can't sit in the meeting rooms and work and go through what you go through without being pretty tight, and I think they are. I think Taquan was, was happy for Tobias and proud of the way he was playing, and he was the first guy in the huddle every time there was a timeout or on the sideline uh, supporting. So, uh, you know, he handled his position very well as the team captain, and, uh, you know, he didn't know if he was going to play when we got there. I told him on Tuesday or Wednesday, really, that, that I was going to try to get, get through the game without him playing, and we just see how it went. And uh, it certainly went well. Uh, among the, the many things that went well was your guys' red zone efficiency. And I don't think a lot of people realize that entering that game, Virginia Tech, even though they were 95th in total defense, they really buckled down inside the red zone. They were sixth in the nation in red zone touchdown defense. Opponents had only gotten nine touchdowns in 22 red zone trips against them. So it's hard once you get inside the 20 to, to score against Virginia Tech. Seven red zone trips for you seven red zone touchdowns. What pleased you the most about the way your team executed in the red zone? Well, we've been pretty good there, The the you know, when we don't turn the ball over. Like I said, once we get down there, the early in the year we had a couple of, uh, you know, bad turnovers down there in the red zone. But uh, prior to that, uh, it's been pretty good. And I think really before our game, you talk about defense. I was nice looking here. Even after our game, Virginia Tech sixth in total defense. Yeah. They were they were pretty good in conference games. They were probably third or fourth before our game. Yeah, they, you know, the one area where they had lagged coming in was in stopping the pass. I think they yeah, they gave up a ton of yards to Old Dominion on yeah. a bunch of fade routes, and and then Notre Dame got them for some yards. But other than that, yeah, they were twenty seventh nationally against the run entering yeah. that game well, i just know this i know they hadn't given up 21 points in the mm-hmm. league to anybody so going in i mean we again we act like they were putty they we'll we'll see i don't know how good they are but uh you know they got some players now They're, it's not like they don't have anybody that we didn't just line up and play against air oh yeah you bestowed a lot of praise on their defensive tackle ricky walker and i'm going to ask you about him a little later on so they came in 27th nationally in rush defense you know what they are right now after that game on Thursday? Well, that's why you can take stats and make them say whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. I mean, it's like, uh, you, you know, we should be, if you look at that, we should lead our league in rush defense every year because we don't play ourselves, right? <laughs> uh, but it, it's like, uh, that's why I say the stats are, are you know, probably the team that is going to, you know, the two best rushing teams, well, Clemson's probably, I mean, Clemson's clearly the best team in the league. But after that, you know, the two best rushing teams are probably us and Pitt. And so those teams who don't have to play them are naturally going to be higher in rush defense than the teams who who do. It's just like if you line up and played, uh, you know, Navy or Army, you're going to be much better in pass defense stat-wise than you are against rush defense. And that's why I say overall you have to look at yards per play 
There's there's a lot of metrics that you can look into, but you can kind of take some of those stats and make out of them what you will. And you guys averaged more than 60 yards a play, which was also impressive against Virginia Tech. Uh, let's talk about your defense, and I know through maybe the first 20 minutes it wasn't a banner start for your guys, but you talked after the game about making some adjustments coming out for the second half, and, and you held Virginia Tech to 0-4 on third downs after halftime, almost pitched a second-half shutout. What were some of those adjustments? Well, we just changed up the coverage a little bit. I mean, there wasn't a, a lot of adjustments. We, uh, you know, they kind of played in some tight formations and was trying to get the corners involved, and we, we weren't getting enough guys involved in the run support, and then we let them run by us a couple times. And in the second half, we were able to get them into some third and longs. I think they had a third and 27, a third and 23. And, you, you know, when you get those things, we we made a great stop to start the the second half on a third and one Henri made a big play and then once we got up a couple of scores or three scores and they weren't getting the ball back it kind of changed the way they had to play yeah, I knew they had to take some chances and you're right Henri saying a more disruptive as we've come to see from Henri on a, a near weekly basis this year that big tackle for loss which kind of put that final stamp on the momentum you guys were building 49-28 once again the final score Georgia Tech versus Virginia Tech and next up for the Yellow Jackets back on the road taking on North Carolina and we'll certainly have our MGM keys of the game later on in the hour we'll take another time out it's the Paul Johnson show here on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar we've got you covered do you want more than what you're getting from the local newspapers tired of reading blogs we're here to tell you about a new source for your Georgia Tech athletics news the white launched in January 2018 and independently owned and operated by a tech graduate, the White and Gold provides comprehensive reporting by professional sports journalists on all Georgia Tech sports, men's and women's, revenue and non-revenue. At the White and Gold, you'll find in-depth game coverage, features, recruiting, and more. That's thewhiteandgold.com, your source for all Georgia Tech sports. Hey, ESPN's Neil Everett here telling you how to win big. Score a trip to the Heisman Ceremony or a Nissan Titan. Go to nissanusa.com slash Titan Sweepstakes. Build your Titan. Choose your your school's colors, then register for your chance to win today. Get to Nissan, proud supporter of college athletics. No purchase necessary. Ends 11 10 18. Open to legal residents of the 50 U.S. and D.C. 18 and older. To enter in for official rules, visit NissanUSA.com slash Titan Sweepstakes. This is your home for the Yellow Jackets. You pay it together. You sweat together. You cry together. You fight together. Don't lose this opportunity, man. Right. Team wins on three. One, two, three. Live coverage of Georgia Tech football continues after these messages. If you know college football history, then you know us. Heisman coached here. Megatron played here. 222 points in a game. They were scored here. And four national titles, they were won here. All on the same field where we still play today. When you come to the flats of Atlanta, gold isn't just what you wear, it's who you are. We're more than an institute. We're a college football institution. Proud of our history, driven to make more. Welcome to where tradition meets innovation, where toe meets leather, where white meets gold. This is Georgia Tech football from IMG Sports.
You're locked into the Paul Johnson Show. Now back to your host, Andy Demetra. Every powerful drive is brought to you by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. We've talked about some of the milestones and achievements that Georgia Tech had from Thursday's game. 465 rushing yards, most allowed by Virginia Tech since 1973. We'd already noted the 49 points Tech scored, the most by an opponent at Lane Stadium since 1974. No pass completions, only one pass attempt. Uh, First time Georgia Tech played a game without a completed pass since 1977. And now with that win on Thursday, three consecutive wins at Lane Stadium. Last team to do that was Miami back in 1992. And also 35 first downs, Coach. Uh, That was Georgia Tech's most in the game since 1998 and the most ever allowed by Virginia Tech in school history. You guys just kept that train moving, it seemed, on on every drive. And what was impressive also, Virginia Tech came in, if you looked at his tackles for loss per game, uh, they were also in the top 20 nationally. But so many of your, your, your rushes, gain productive yardage and kind of kept you guys ahead of schedule and and how much did that kind of settle down the guys and and really feed their confidence as that game wore on well it's hugely important i mean when you don't have the penalties and the negative plays and get behind the chains uh you, you know the nature of the offense is kind of you can turn some of that stuff out and it's like uh i don't you know when when you don't have the the bad plays to end up in second long and third and long then it's much easier to play. I think we only had a couple of, you know, third and eights, third and six, and one time Tobias made a great individual play. It was a pass, and he pulled it down and ran with it. And uh, another play, I think third and six, we hit an option play that was a pretty good play, but got it called back for a penalty. Yeah, you, you pointed out that was on the opening drive. It was, I think, a third and 14, and Tobias was able to wiggle out of the pocket. Uh, how, how was that play representative of Tobias's skills as a quarterback? Well, I think that, like I said, he's elusive. He's hard to tackle, and, and he got back. And, uh, it, you know, when he gets any pressure in the pocket, he's more comfortable pulling the thing down. So, uh he was able to do that, and he made a couple guys miss and got the first down. Yeah, had a nice stiff arm as he broke it to the field side. You realize that your last two road games, Virginia Tech and Louisville, you scored 115 points, and you rushed for 1,007 combined yards. And, of course, you won both of those games after uh, the seven-game losing streak away from Bobby Dodd. What's this team starting to figure out about what it takes to succeed on the road? Anything you can gain from that? No, nah, I think you just go play. I mean, we played uh, – you know, I think we built that road thing up because it was like a windmill to fight, and we really hadn't played that many road games. Um, and you know, they'd been close. We didn't play well at Pitt. We should have won a game at South Florida and didn't get it done. Uh, I'm trying to think who else we played on the road. That was uh, that was it for the year. So, you know, I think that we just kind of built that up into something that maybe wasn't there. Ricky Walker, uh, you had said, uh, I believe, on the program last week that he's as good a player defensively as we have in our league. How'd the center guard box do in, in handling him Thursday? Uh, he's a good player. I mean, uh, he never really would against, went against Parker. He was over on the other side, so uh, he had to. He, he played on that side, and uh, he, you know, he's good. He's a good player, and, and he held his own in there. And at times, we blocked him. Connor did a decent job blocking him at times, but. Uh, 
and you know we if you go back and you really look i ran away from that cat a while <laughs> for a lot i don't think anybody can blame you by the way did christian campbell have the most accidentally productive false start penalty in the history of college football on that punt because it forced presley to swing away again and right. on the next punt it, it bounced off the, the headgear of sean savoy and jalen johnson well, jumped out it we're very fortunate we didn't get called for motion on on that one because we were we were probably in motion in the punt formation again so that's something we got to correct and get better at but yeah it worked out for us certainly did and no turnovers committed by you guys you won the turnover margin battle which is something that uh, has rarely happened against virginia tech this year they were also top 10 nationally in turnover margin we'll take another time out we'll talk about some of the individual standouts defensively in that 49 28 win over virginia tech stick around much more of the paul johnson show coming up after this on the georgia tech img sports network presented by wellstar we've got you covered georgia tech fans the buzz memories program presented by state Bank. Bacon Trust returns to Bobby Dodd Stadium this season with even more behind-the-scenes experiences for fans in addition to VIP tours, field passes, and more. Touchdown jackets to Quan Marshall. Pats his chest as he just did it the hard way. Redeem Buzz memories at ramblinrec.com slash memories from your smartphone today. That's ramblinrec.com slash memories. Go Jackets. How do you become America's best-selling brand? You build capable, fun, and smart SUVs. SUVs like the all-new Ford EcoSport and the 2018 Expedition, named Best Large SUV for Families by U.S. News. And now is a great time to check out the full lineup of Ford SUVs. Find great deals and offers at your local Ford store or online at buyfordnow.com. America's best-selling based on 2017 calendar year sales. View U.S. News Best Cars at cars.usnews.com. For the best highlights and sound from each game, follow the Voice of the Jackets on Twitter at Andy Demetra. Our coverage continues right after this on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network. At PT Solutions Physical Therapy, we're proud to be an official partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. In sports, getting to the next level takes lots of talent and lots of work. At PT Solutions, we believe that every young athlete deserves the opportunity to chase their dream. That's why you'll find our therapists and trainers on the fields and sidelines at every level, helping athletes stay healthy and be at their best. We hope you'll visit us at over 40 Georgia locations or at ptsolutions.com. Hey, Georgia Tech fans, welcome to Wellstar Health System. Have you thought about your next doctor's visit? Probably not, but we have. And at Wellstar, we've got you covered for that flu shot you know you need (coughs) at one of our primary care clinics. For that accident you weren't expecting at our level one trauma center and that old football injury that just reared up again yep our orthopedic specialists are at the ready wellstar we've got jacket fans covered dialed into the Paul Johnson Show for more coverage of Yellow Jacket football alongside three-time ACC Coach of the Year, Paul Johnson. Here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Hi, Regency Atlanta is your state for game day. Visit us at HighRegencyAtlanta.com and use offer code GTAC, High Regency Atlanta. 
an official partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. Yellow Jackets in North Carolina Tar Heels at Kenan Stadium in Chapel Hill Saturday. We'll be on the air with pregame show in the morning. Kickoff time just a little past noon on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network. But, of course, we're still talking about that 49-28 defeat of Virginia Tech from Thursday. Uh, on the defensive side, Coach Charlie Thomas led the team nine tackles he continues to grow, it seems, with each game. You know, sometimes you grab those tackles in bulk, but it's not always representative of how well you played. Did Charlie play as well as his nine tackles suggested, or were there some other factors that well, went into it? I think Charlie found himself around the ball a lot, and, and he he made some plays, and certainly he had some, some good plays. But uh, I don't think overall it was one of Charlie's better games. I okay. think he, he, can, he can play a little better than – than what happened on Thursday night. In the second half, who was instrumental in forcing those third and intermediate, third and longs from Virginia Tech? Well, like I said, Henri made a great play on third and one. Uh, you know, they missed some things in the passing game and got some penalties and got themselves behind the eight ball. And uh, what we were able to do on a couple of third downs to get them off, we were able to, you know, they had huge yardage and we were able to back up and play zone coverage and make them throw it underneath and, and come up and tackle them and get them off the field. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to think. I, both teams might have had the ball four or five times in the second half. There wasn't a lot of possessions. That's just how you like it, though, right? Yeah, it's the way we need to play. Yeah. Uh uh, two straight games now. Uh, you guys have given up uh, an opening series touchdown relatively quickly. I mean, what what can make the team sort of sharper on that opening series? Anything it boils down to? I don't know. It's frustrating. I mean, and it's and it, they make it look really easy. I mean, they don't ever get to third down. So it's like uh, we did have them stop Saturday or Thursday night. I mean, we had them in third and long, third and twelve, and uh, quarterback scrambled. It was something that we screwed up on the pass rush, and then we didn't come off in time. But uh, you know that's something that we got to continue to work on. Uh, we we're, we're really struggling on third down defense. Is it you know just tackling guys maybe just a little too jumpy trying to make a play or is just something else that you feel I, I like you've got to I mean, if you knew you'd you'd fix it, I I have no idea. But uh, you're right. The last two weeks, we've the teams have made it look really easy that opening series became uh, considerably less easy, though, as that game wore on from Virginia Tech. We always welcome your questions using the twi- hashtag Twitter uh, on Twitter, AskCPJ, and uh, Carl chiming in. Uh, Carl said he, he re-watched the North Carolina game last year and noticed a lot of cross-charging of the linebackers. Can you talk about what a cross-charge is by the linebacker and defensive end and what that means to a QB? I'm not sure what he's talking about cross-charging, but uh... – that's not a term that we would use. I mean, they ran a lot of eat what we call easy stunts or one-two exchange on the option. That's probably what he's talking about. Okay. Uh, it's something we practice every day. It's, you know, everybody does it. It's just part of, depending on the play, it's part of the quarterback's read. And so I, what does that mean to a quarterback? What does he have to, to read and uh, and kind of figure out it once he takes that snap to make sure that it's a productive game? Well, it depends on the play. It's I mean, if it's the triple, he's reading the stack. If it's a uh, counter, one of the guys is a pitch key. I mean, it just would depend on the play. Another question on Twitter, uh, a question about Tobias in the passing game. Of course, he only had to attempt one toss against Virginia Tech. But besides his accuracy, what else are you looking for him to refine in his passing in the years ahead? Well, I think it's like anything. It's uh, footwork and just being comfortable and reading coverages and all the stuff that young quarterbacks struggle with. So, uh, 
that's the stuff that he's his fundamentals. That's the stuff that he's got to work on. Normally, by the time they get to our level, uh, you're not doing much with delivery and changing. I mean, they've thrown a certain way their whole life. You're not gonna gonna change that. Uh, you can try to help them with some fundamentals and and you know getting the ball up and shoulder turn and getting lower body into it and some of that. So all that stuff that you just he's got to get a little better at. Uh, coming out of Warner Robins, Georgia, uh, Tobias Oliver. I set a lot of passing records at Northside High School, but you'd also said after the game Thursday, he's a hard-nosed kid. You said in this program, he was tough and is elusive, and he's not afraid to, to stick his nose in and take a hit. Is that something that's easy to pick up on in the film when you're evaluating a high school quarterback? Is his toughness running the ball? Yeah, I mean, you can tell when you watch tape if people shy away and they don't want any contact and they're not, you know, a fit. And uh, certainly he wasn't that way. I mean, he's a, he's always played hard and played tough and been a physical kid. Well, there were a couple of times he was going toward the sideline. He decided to truck some defenders on Thursday. That really got the, the, his teammates fired up, it seemed. Yeah, I mean, I think that when you're out there playing, you love playing with a guy like that because, uh, you, you know, the we kept – talking about every break we kept talking about getting physical more and more physical you know and uh, i think they were all kind of buying into it yeah and it kept on building as that game went on coming up it's our coca-cola acc refresher georgia tech taking on north carolina we'll take a survey around the rest of the conference more of your questions on twitter with the hashtag ask cpj as well stick around we'll have more of the paul johnson show after this on the georgia tech img sports network presented by wellstar we got you covered. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. <laughs> Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No. Seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill. And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. Do you want more than what you're getting from the local newspapers? Tired of reading blogs? We're here to tell you about a new source for your Georgia Tech athletics news. TheWhiteAndGold.com. Launched in January 2018 and independently owned and operated by a Tech graduate, The White and Gold provides comprehensive reporting by professional sports journalists on all Georgia Tech sports, men's and women's, revenue and non-revenue. At The White and Gold, you'll find in-depth game coverage, features, recruiting, and more. That's TheWhiteAndGold.com, your source for all Georgia Georgia Tech Sports. This is your home for the Yellow Jackets. You hate it together, you sweat together, you cry together, you fight together. Don't lose this opportunity, man. Right. Team wins on three. One, two, three. Live coverage of Georgia Tech football continues after these messages. We all know how important coaching is to great performance on the field. Well, the same is true in the classroom. That's why Georgia Power is teaming with Georgia Tech to sponsor the Professor of Excellence program, recognizing a tech professor who goes above and beyond for their students. Look for the honorees during an on-field presentation at every Jackets home game and learn more about Georgia Power's commitment to sport and scholastic excellence at georgiapower.com sports. 
Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767. Subscribe today. Time now for an ACC refresher presented by Coca-Cola. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's served with an ice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Here again, Andy Demetra. Here's the conference schedule as we move into the month of November. One game on Friday, Pittsburgh travels to Virginia. All other games Saturday alongside ours. Louisville heads to Clemson. Syracuse now ranked for the first time since 2001. You know it's been a long time when the last time Syracuse was ranked, I was in school there. They take on Wake Forest on the road. Florida State is at North Carolina State. Boston College has to Virginia Tech and Duke is at Miami. That's our Coca-Cola ACC refresher. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's served with an ice-cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola tastes the feeling. Uh, Coach, what do you make of the Coastal Division right now? Everybody's talking about the Coastal chaos and how it's still so wide open. Uh, The race is wide open. I don't think it's just the Coastal Division. I think it's the league. I mean, minus Clemson, who pretty much beats everybody down. I mean, they've got four probably first-round draft picks on the defensive line. they got great skill kids on. I mean, they've got really good players. They're a good team. Uh, I think everybody else, you throw them in a hat, and they're all about the same. Yeah. Truthfully, I, I promise you, North Carolina is way better than their record. I mean, when you watch the tape, they should have beat Syracuse. They should have beat Virginia Tech. I mean, they haven't had any luck at all. And uh, I think on a given day, Pretty much anybody in the league can beat anybody other than the guy, the one at the very top. What makes North Carolina better than its record? Athletes. I mean, they've got a lot of really good skill kids on offense. Uh, defensively, when they've got everybody out there because they've had three or four set out each game with suspensions or whatever, now they're back where they got everybody playing. Uh, you know, they're athletic and they run the ball. They've got good, good good, athletes. Maybe the surprise team of the league this year is Virginia, and you'll have them here at Bobby Dodd Stadium in a few weeks. Have you had a chance to, to sit down and watch uh, Virginia at all this year? Yeah, I've watched them a couple times. I mean, the quarterback makes all the difference in the world. I mean, they, they went out and took a JUCO quarterback, and, all, and they got a good one. And if if you watch, they're, they're playing really well defensively. They've always been pretty good on defense. They got a veteran secondary, and they're real good in the back end. So when you're good back there, you don't give up a lot of big plays. And uh, that quarterback is something else. I mean, he half of the stuff when you watch their games, he he creates on broken plays. So he's a, certainly a difference maker. He's one of the better players in the league by by far. That's Bryce Perkins, who began his career at Arizona State before rerouting to JUCO. They beat North Carolina last weekend 31-21, so North Carolina trying to shake off that loss as they take on the uh, Yellow Jackets this Saturday in Chapel Hill. Uh, it seemed like you guys, when you ran it on Thursday, had a lot of success cutting back, particularly with Tobias. W- what was Virginia Tech doing where maybe those cutback lanes were available? Well, he's just reading the blocks. I mean, when we zone it, there's a certain area that we're looking at to read. And, you know, he just read the blocks. And if they over-pursued, he cut back and he was just playing football. 
Uh, let's talk about your B-backs as well. Jordan Mason and Jerry Howard combined no negative rushing yards. Jordan Mason uh, had three touchdowns. Jerry Howard was productive for, for another week. Uh, how they do in their carries and, and their blocking responsibilities overall? Well, I think they're making progress. Uh, they did better. We'd like to see them finish some of those runs they get in the secondary. But, uh, you know, overall, they, they did a pretty good job. We caught them slanting out a lot and was able to hit some midline plays where they could get into the secondary quick. And hopefully we'll get to a point where we can finish some of those. Do you feel like, you know, and they had to kind of shoulder the load in the absence of Curvante Benton? And while you'd always prefer to have one guy seize the starting spot, since they're essentially splitting carries, splitting rushes, do you feel like now as we head into November, you have a, collectively a fresher B-back rotation and that can pay dividends for you? I don't know, possibly. I mean, you know, they're splitting it up. And uh, it could be, but if, if you had Cervante, you would have been splitting it with one of them or two of them. Mm-hmm. So certainly we'd love to have him back out there. He was a good player. All right, final question here, and this also comes on Twitter with the hashtag <laughs> AskCPJ. Uh, how much pride do you take in seeing uh, your old school Georgia Southern kind of get back to its option roots? They're now 7-1 and one and, and drilled Appalachian State on Thursday. I, you know, I don't know anybody down there anymore, and uh, it's good. I always look and check the scores out and see if they're going to win uh, – you know, I think App might be the only team they've played with a winning record. So it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, probably a little all that. But uh, I watched them on tape against Clemson. Uh, and, it, you know, they they struggled like we all did. But uh, I think against App, they got five turnovers, and App's quarterback went out on the first play. So that's probably a pretty good way to get it done. Yeah, sometimes you get a little bit of help in that regard. But knowing how, how sacred the option is in Statesboro to see them kind of get back to that and uh, have a lot of success. Uh, well, that, I, I think they're running their own version. They're not doing anything that we do. It's, really? It's not remotely close. Not, not, from, not from what I saw on tape, it's not. Because people say, oh, Georgia Southern, that they're running the option again. But their option is not maybe the option that uh, you guys were running at Georgia Southern. No, I don't think it's what I ran down there or what Jeff ran. It's different. And, and they've been successful. Willie Fritz had some success. They're probably closer to what Willie does than what we're doing. Oh, fair enough. But uh, I know the focus right now is on the North Carolina Tar Heels. And coming up, we'll have our MGM Keys of the Game. More of your questions on Twitter as well with the hashtag AskCPJ as we take another quick timeout. It's the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Football season is here and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm, which means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are still out in force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home busy business and tailgate pest free atlanta-based arrow exterminators is trusted to keep a pest free zone at the yellow jackets home so rest assured that with arrows pest and termite control you're getting the best from the best schedule a free home evaluation today call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com How do you become America's best-selling brand? You build the legendary F-Series trucks, America's best-selling trucks for 41 years, with Super Duty and Motor Trend's 2018 Truck of the Year, the F-150. Now is a great time to check out Ford F-Series trucks with great offers, leases, and financing at your local Ford store or online at buyfordnow.com. America's best-selling based on 2017 calendar year sales. Best-selling trucks based on sales December 1976 to November 2017. Where memories are made. This is the miracle on Tech One Drive. Down Yellow Jackets. 30 seconds to go on the toss by Quay Searcy. Your statewide coverage of Georgia Tech football lives here. This is Yellow Jacket football from IMG. 
Hey, George Tech fans, welcome to Wellstar Health System. You probably think we're going to give you a bunch of healthy living tips, but we've only got 30 seconds. We know that life happens, and when it does, Wellstar's got you covered with the largest health system in Georgia. With hospitals, outpatient care, primary care, specialty medicine, and urgent care all conveniently located, we'll be nearby when you need us. Wellstar, we've got jacket fans covered. At PT Solutions Physical Therapy, we're proud to be an official partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. In sports, getting to the next level takes lots of talent and lots of work. At PT Solutions, we believe that every young athlete deserves the opportunity to chase their dream. That's why you'll find our therapists and trainers on the fields and sidelines at every level, helping athletes stay healthy and be at their best. We hope you'll visit us at over 40 Georgia locations or at ptsolutions.com. You're locked into the Paul Johnson Show. Now, back to your host, Andy Demetra. Don't forget, next Monday, we'll be back out at Six Feet Under Pub and Fish House on 11th Street in Midtown for the third of our special live editions of the Paul Johnson Show, getting you ready for another ACC home game. So make plans to join us at Six Feet Under Pub and Fish House, where your Georgia Tech year, and you get 10% off your meal. We've talked so much about Tobias Oliver, coach, and his 215 rushing yards versus Virginia Tech, but with the score being what it was late in the fourth quarter, you're able to swap him out and bring in uh, your third-string guy, James Graham, the freshman, uh, the first kind of extended snaps that he had this season tell us more about him his strengths and, and his upside well i think if you watched he and christian Malloy play you'd have to be pretty excited about you know both true freshmen they they both got really good quickness and speed and uh you know james is getting better each week he's learning uh we wanted to play him at wide receiver this year because he's such a good athlete and then moving back to quarterback in the spring but it's probably been a blessing for him Maybe that that didn't happen as far as being the quarterback, but uh, the uh, you know with the new rule where they can play four games, that was Christian's first and James's second. So hopefully somewhere along the line they got a couple more spots they can get in there. Hearing you in our post game interview and and then again in your press conference, it seemed like you were as pleased as anything with just how physical th- that last unit was and those last couple of series just taking the baton, being really physical still and and trying to make the most of their snaps and keep that thing rolling. Well, exactly. I think that when you get a chance to play, you got to take advantage of it, and and quite honestly, we didn't play near physical enough the week before against Duke, and for us to have a chance, we've got to play that way. We've got to get after folks. Collectively, how the cornerbacks do? You'd said some adjustments were made and and forcing Virginia Tech into some third and longs that allowed you to sit back and make them take the throws underneath. But how that group as a whole handle it? We struggled, yeah, mightily there, yeah. What can they do to? clean things up well we got to play better i mean you've got to put your eyes where they're supposed to go and and engage and you know look at the receivers and do a better job executing the coverage and executing the plan so yeah we we need to play better there who got your defensive player of the game Henri. Henri again Mm -hmm. man he's he's cornered the market on those hasn't he yeah He's been really impressive. What about the other guys in the defensive line? Desmond Branch, Cal Serge Henderson, Brandon Adams holding the point of attack. You know, Brandon's done some good things. He's he's gotten in the backfield and created some problems when he's played. Uh, I think Des is pretty consistent. 
you know, he's in there. He didn't have a lot of stats, but he's he's been pretty consistent, and, and, you know, he plays hard when he's in there. Des was joking with me that the reason his numbers are down is because Henri keeps getting to the quarterback first. We, we talk so much about Henri that sometimes we lose sight of his bookend on the defensive line, but uh, Desmond seems to be putting together just a steady string of performances for you. Yeah, Des is reliable. I mean, he's going to do what you ask him to do most of the time. That's good to hear. 49-28 was the final last Thursday. Georgia Tech with a couple of extra days until Tomis Leather. And we'll get into our MGM Keys to the Game versus North Carolina coming up. It's the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Hey, ESPN's Neil Everett here telling you how to win big. Score a trip to the Heisman Ceremony or a Nissan Titan. Go to NissanUSA.com slash Titan Sweepstakes. Build your Titan, choose your school's colors, then register for your chance to win today. Get to Nissan, proud supporter of college athletics. No purchase necessary. Ends 11 10, 18. Open to legal residents of the 50 U.S. and D.C. 18 and older. To enter in for official rules, visit NissanUSA.com slash Titan Sweepstakes. Georgia Tech fans, the Buzz Memories program presented by State Bank and Trust returns to Bobby Dodd Stadium this season with even more behind-the-scenes experiences for fans in addition to VIP tours, field passes, and more. Touchdown jackets to Quan Marshall. Pats his chest as he just did it the hard way. Redeem Buzz Memories at RamblinRec.com slash Memories from your smartphone today. That's ramblinrec.com slash memories. Go Jackets. Follow us on Twitter at IMG Audio for the best highlights and sound from around the country each Saturday. More coverage of Yellow Jacket football continues after these messages. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767. Subscribe today. There's a reason brokers don't just buy one stock. Coaches don't just run one play. And orchestras don't just have one instrument. It's called diversity. It works because it brings better results. The same is true at Georgia Power. By having a diverse range of energy sources, including natural gas, nuclear, solar, coal, and hydro, Georgia Power can choose the best option to deliver reliable energy at the lowest possible cost. Learn more at georgiapower.com energy. Time for a look at this weekend's upcoming opponent. Brought to you by MGM Resorts. With a look at the keys for this week's game, once again, here's Andy Demetra. Our coach back on the road. And as we had told you, Louisville and Virginia Tech, your last two road ACC games, you combined for 115 points, more than 1,000 rushing yards. But North Carolina is the foe this upcoming Saturday in Chapel Hill. You fell there two years ago. Of course, probably helped North Carolina. They had a number two draft pick and Mitchell Trubisky taking their snaps. Now it's Nathan Elliott as their quarterback. What can you tell us about him? Well, I think he's accurate. You know, he's probably not as a, an elusive a runner as, as they've had in the past. But uh, when given time and and uh, when he gets into a rhythm and they can make first downs, uh, he's very capable. You know, he played a lot the last two years. And the big thing I, I get from watching him on tape is, like, if he gets time, how accurate. 
he's really getting the ball out of his hands quickly. I mean, they th- check down to the backs a lot. Uh, they've kind of it's it's almost like that's their run game. They flare the backs out and block the perimeter and and get them up, get them out in space. And those guys are really good players. You talked about rhythm. How do you get North Carolina out of its rhythm offensively? You don't let them make first downs, and you can't run hurry up if you're not making first downs. So it's, uh, you know, if you can go out there and and stop them two or three times without making first downs and three and out them and put together some long drives, then you get them out of their game too. North Carolina had 522 yards of offense against Virginia Tech. That was in the game prior to to you and the Hokies on Thursday. Uh, Michael Carter II is their lead back, and whenever you run a, a pass-oriented offense like North Carolina, to have a productive back really opens things up. What are his strengths as a runner? Oh, he's just got great vision. He's fast. He's got good balance. He's a good player. And the other kid, too, the transfer from Ohio State, is a really good player, too. So, uh, you know, they've got several backs that they play. They play three or four backs. They use them a lot in the passing game, get them involved, and in, uh, – you know, with the Newsom kid, uh, the other receiver, I'm 17. I can't, I'm bad with names. Radliff but, Williams. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they got some really good skill guys. Yeah, you said a lot of athletes on North Carolina's roster and had a chance to beat Syracuse, probably should have beaten Virginia Tech. So they've some come close to more ACC wins than what they currently have. Last year when they came to Bobby Dodd, I remember they were so battered by injuries. But still, what made it such a standout day for you guys defensively? You nearly shut them out. Yeah, I think they were struggling with quarterback problems and uh, they were trying to find an identity. And, and when you watch the tape, uh, we sure didn't play very well offensively. I mean, they, they played us really tough. And for us to have a chance up there, we're going to have to play a lot better than we did a year ago. What did they uh, do up front to kind of neutralize you last year? Uh, yeah, you know, they had a good plan, but we just didn't play well. We didn't execute very well and didn't play very physical and just, just didn't play well. We hit some big plays, but uh, – Never was really consistent. Malik Carney is kind of their lead dog on the defensive line. What makes him a, a different cat? Hey, he's got good quicks. He's fast. He's strong. Uh, he's played a lot. You know, they got a lot of experience on defense, especially up front. Those guys have played a lot. I know part of uh, the task for any head coach when you're coming off uh, such a thorough win on the road like you guys had last Thursday is making sure guys don't congratulate themselves too much that they get back and focus for the next task at hand so what's the message that you plan on conveying to your guys as you get ready to prepare for North Carolina well it's the same thing we talked about before I mean right after the game in the locker room it's like I told them I said hey you dug yourself even one time and then came when we came out and laid an egg you know this this is the most important game of the year for us because it's our goal once we started out one in three our goal was to try to get back to where when we come back home we're playing for bowl eligibility and that's that's what we've got to do so in order to do that we got to win this game yeah a win would mean five on the year in front of those home games versus virginia and miami and uh, we'll put you one win shy of bowl eligibility overall though uh the last two times you guys have gone on the road what have you guys done you know that's really pleased you that has enabled you guys to to come away with wins in both it's never easy to win in the acc harder still to win on the road just well, the lack of penalties, lack of turnovers. I think we've had one punt. I mean, if you don't punt the ball and you don't turn turn it over, it's pretty hard to lose. Uh, I don't know what the what the percentage would be, but uh, you know, at Virginia Tech, what do we score? I guess we scored on seven out of nine. Yeah, because Presley punted twice. Well, but it was the same deal. It was one was a penalty. Yeah. So he punted once. 
uh, the uh, and the same at Louisville. If you do that, you you're applying a lot of pressure to the other team to try to keep up. And sometimes Virginia Tech kept up for a while, but as soon as they missed a couple of turns and got down, then they have to change the way they play. As a head coach, I got to be asking: Do you notice like a crowd emptying out when you're playing no. on the road? No. No, I couldn't tell you if there's 50 people at the game. I'm dialed in in the game. Yeah, there, there were probably right around there at the end of that fourth quarter in Lane Stadium. It was something to behold. And as a result, like we said, Georgia Tech, 49 points, coming off 66 on the road versus Louisville. We'll see what they can cook up against North Carolina again. That game is scheduled for a 12-15 kickoff, I believe, at uh, Keenan Stadium in Chapel Hill. Just past noon, we'll be on the air two hours prior on the Georgia Tech IMD Sports Network. Those are our MGM keys to the game. Humans weren't born to be bored. That's why we created MGM Resorts to entertain the human race. Visit MGMResorts.com to book your Vegas stay today. We'll be back to wrap things up with the head coach, Paul Johnson, after this on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network, presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Let me tell you about Georgia Tech. On this campus, you'll find beauty, prestige, innovation. But one thing you won't find is a shortcut. That's how we like it. Because on this campus, we aren't afraid of a challenge. And on game day, we darn sure aren't afraid of a fight. You see, gold reflects. And here, it reflects us all. Toughness, tenacity, pride. Passion. Those values bond us. They've made us an institute without equal. When you see the white and gold, you know what we stand for. And if you're an opponent, you know what you're in for. Welcome to Atlanta. Welcome to Georgia Tech football. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767. Subscribe today. I want to thank all of you who submitted your questions on Twitter with the hashtag AskCPJ. And one final reminder, we'll be back live at Six Feet Under Pub and Fish House next Monday night for our next live edition of the Paul Johnson Show. So make plans 11th Street in Midtown, just down the road from the Georgia Tech campus. Look forward to seeing you all out there. And we certainly look forward to you being at Keenan Stadium. If you can't make it out there, make sure you tune in to the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network as the Yellow Jackets take on the North Carolina Tar Heels. We talked about it at the top of the hour, Coach and Tobias Oliver, 215 rushing yards. He was ready for the moment. He helped turn Lane Stadium silent, but the plan is still to forge ahead with Daquan Marshall and coming off Daquan's last game versus Duke, assuming again that he's healthy and can participate in all of the practices you need out of him this week. Uh, for Daquan coming out of the Duke game, what are you looking for him to, to polish up headed down the road again? Consistency, ball security, uh, all, the, all those things, and uh, like I said, I'm sure that He's anxious to get back out there and play, and and we'll we'll get a plan for both those guys. They're both going to play. 
Very nice. Uh, it helps also to have some senior A-backs who are willing to do whatever it takes, whether it's blocking. You look at the numbers on Thursday. Uh, Nathan Clinton and Quay did not combine for a lot of carries, but without their blocking, I, I know you know that the 465 yards might not have been possible. No, there's no way. I mean, they uh, they really blocked their tail off as well as the wide receivers. Uh, you can't do that unless those guys are blocking, especially when we're in those tight formations. You can always rely on Brad Stewart giving you a solid day of blocking. Who else uh, in the wide receiving course stood out for his blocking on Thursday? Well, Brad stood out. I think, you know, Jalen does, does some good things at times. Uh, Malachi's willing to throw it up in there. we got to get better in that area, but he's a young kid. Uh, and like I said, I was really impressed with Clinton and Quay. I mean, they – there's several plays on there where they really got after people. Yeah, really unselfish and not afraid to embrace the physicality as to help you to 465 rushing yards. Final keys for you, Coach, before we say goodbye this week uh, for another successful road outing versus North Carolina. Same as always, we need to, you know, don't beat yourself. Don't go up there and get penalties and turn the ball over and, uh, you know, just be consistent and, you know, at least get a draw in the special teams game. So, if we can, can battle them to a draw there and, and not turn the ball over, then we'll have a good chance. And if you have that chance, you might as well put yourself above 500 on the year. 4-4 four and four, Georgia Tech headed to North Carolina this weekend, and we look forward to having the call for you on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network. That wraps up this week's edition of the Paul Johnson Show. Coach, we appreciate it. Thank you. All right, thanks. For the head coach, Paul Johnson, our network engineer, Miller Pope, Drew Casey inside the IMG Network studios. I'm Andy Demetra. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back with you on Saturday and Apple Hill for another Saturday of Georgia Tech football. This has been the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network. So long, everybody. You've been listening to the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. Tonight's show has been presented by the following partners. Wellstar, the official and exclusive healthcare partner of Georgia Tech Athletics by Georgia Power. Georgia Power brings the energy for every game day and to your community too. Visit georgiapower.com slash sports to learn more. And by Coca-Cola. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's served with a nice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Please join us every Monday night throughout the season for the Paul Johnson Show. Georgia Tech Football is an exclusive presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports.